You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. everyone, welcome to the Parsnip Ship. My name is Ivan E. Debery, and tonight we are having our reading at the Mark O'Donnell Theater at the Actors Fund Art Center here in downtown Brooklyn. Thank you again for hosting us for this season. They've been an amazing space, an amazing resource for us. So tonight we are listening to Breaking and Entering by Liz Morgan, directed by Catherine M. Carter and musical guest Olivia Kay. So this is um, the fourth, our fourth of our regular play reading series, and this one is really um, dope and really special to all of us here at the Parsnip Ship because we are highlighting only playwrights of color and their new works. Um, so this is going to be a very dynamic season, and it's going to be a very dynamic evening for everyone involved here. Um, but before we get into the music and the play and the playwright interview that happens later on, I like to ask our playwrights. What would the world be missing if it did not have this play in it? Okay, so I'm gonna try to answer this without spoiling anything that y'all are about to hear and see. Uh, and I'll try to stay relatively humble, uh, <laughs> but this is a play near and dear to my heart that's about issues that we're dealing with, uh, particularly Black Lives Matter and police brutality, and I think without this play, this world would be missing a play that actually is dealing with black life as opposed to black death. And that is what the world needs, now more than ever. All right, so with that, let's begin our evening with music by Olivia Kay. Hey everyone, so this is going to require a little audience participation. I've gotten the go-ahead from the podcast that this will be like the uh, recording of Erica Badu's Call Tyrone where y'all just make noise in the background, okay? So this song's called Good Things. You deserve good things you deserve good things. You deserve good things. You deserve the base. You deserve good things. You deserve good things. You deserve good things. You deserve the base. There are days you're feeling low. It can be unbearable Feeling like nobody cares for you Voices come into your mind You thought that you would left behind But I just wanted to remind you You deserve good things You deserve good things Deserve good things. You deserve the best. You deserve good things. You deserve good things. You deserve good things. You deserve the best. Working hard night and day. The door was closed, you find a way. Scared to have your faith be shaken. Thank you. 
Open up your heart and let the people see your light. You don't have to fight no more. Just know for sure. You deserve, you deserve good days. You deserve good days. You deserve good days. You deserve good days. Put it through the days. Now, I just want you, you can't really see your audience members, but just like imagine the space where your audience members are next to you. And if you can see them, look at them, yeah? And I want you to say, you deserve good things. Yeah, you say it. You deserve good things. Oh, now, now say like you actually think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now you're gonna sing it. You deserve good things. You deserve good things. Uh-huh. You deserve good things. Yeah. You deserve the best. You deserve the best. You deserve good things. Yeah. You deserve good things. Uh-huh. You deserve good things. Uh-huh. You deserve the best. I want you to say, I deserve. Uh-huh. I deserve good things. I deserve good things. I deserve good things. I deserve the best. One more time. I deserve good things. I deserve good things. I deserve good things. I deserve the best. Now we're gonna say we. I'm Donnelly Smith, and I'll be reading the role of Damien. I'm Diana Henry, and I'm reading the role of Macy. I'm Kendra Holloway, and I will be reading the role of Lola. I'm Kelly Bennett, and I'll be reading the role of Reese. Eric Lockley, reading the role of Jamal. I'm Matthew Cohn, and I'll be reading Stage Directions and Assorted Characters. Breaking and Entering by Liz Morgan. Atlanta. Early 2010s, Act One, Prologue. A spotlight on Lola, a brown-skinned girl. She's filled with teen rage and melanin. Two households, both alike in dignity, in fair Verona, where we lay our scene from ancient grudge break to new mutiny, where civil blood makes civil hands unclean from forth the fatal. S stop. Macy, a white woman, middle-aged, joins Lola. Macy is snacking on some veggie chips. What are you saying? The prologue. Lights shift to show Jamal, a black teenager, wearing an orange jumpsuit and a hooded sweatshirt with his hands up stage left. He seems unhinged. Macy and Lola do not acknowledge him. Okay, slow down. Jamal slowly puts his hands down. Start over Lola from the beginning. Lola inhales. Jamal calls out. This is an American tragedy. This is an American tragedy. Jamal uses a sharp object to draw blood from his own hand. He uses his bloody hand to paint a bright red line, dividing his world and Lola's. Two households. Two households. Both unalike alike in dignity in, dignity in fair in Verona. Atlanta. Where we lay our scene. Where the players play and we ride on them things like every day. From ancient grudge. From 1930s discrimination. Breaks to new mutiny. To new millennium gentrification. Where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. From forth the fatal. What's wrong, Lola? This is supposed to be a love story, right? 
But I don't think love is really relevant here. I mean, Romeo and Juliet could be anybody, but their deaths are, I don't know, inevitable if they live in a world where their dignity or whatever isn't seen just because of something dumb like what family they come from. I'd say that they're more or less random casualties. Their deaths were bound to happen because they lived in a hateful community and it would be tragic whether they were in love or not. And given all the dumbness surrounding them, Romeo and Juliet didn't have to be in love for them to be dead. What are you trying to say, dear? Other people die in that play. Why isn't this play about them? Do their lives matter less because they weren't in love? So? Black lives matter. Fuck the police. Jamal puts his hands up again. You want me to start at the beginning, officer? I, I'll do my best. Lights shift. Scene one. The ensemble transforms the set pieces into a department store. Jamal removes his orange jumpsuit. Underneath, he's wearing basketball shorts. He puts the hoodie back on. He is joined by his cousin, Damien, a young black store clerk, neatly dressed in a collared shirt and slacks. Damien hands Jamal an orange Julius, and Jamal hands Damien the jumpsuit. Damien focuses on folding the jumpsuit, while Jamal stirs the ice in his cup with a straw, occasionally pouring some of the ice into his mouth. Hey, hey miss, excuse me beautiful, can I talk to you for a minute? Yo, just a minute, Yo, I, I promise I don't bite, unless you ask me to. <laughs> I'm just playing, sweetheart. What's wrong? What? 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 what we not cute enough for you? All right, all right. Enjoy your day. She wasn't even all that. You really finna get me fired today? Jamal continues to scan the room. I'm trying to find us something, or, or should I say someone, to do this weekend. Especially you. Because you a virgin? Because your vibe is off, cuz. Don't bother. I got things to do this weekend. Why are you lying for? You don't do shit on the weekend, but sit at home and make sure there ain't no dirty dishes in your mama's sink before she get back. That's not even... Look, I'm busy. And I'm not trying to mess around with these girls anymore anyway. They all crazy. Lights up on the dressing room. Lola is concealed behind the curtain and talks to her mother, Macy, who stands outside. I'm not coming out in this. Why not? This is pointless. What's pointless? All of this, trying on dresses to go to prom is pointless because I'm not going to prom because prom is pointless. Pointless, pointless, pointless. I see your point. Lights shift. Split scene. Come on, seriously? Especially black girls. Wow. I mean it, Jamal. They be the most difficult. Much more difficult than the Spanish girls I've dated. It's in their nature. Why are you being so difficult today? Lola, come on, just let me see the dress on you. I said no. Well, I'm not leaving till I see the dress on. What? You heard me. I took time out of my schedule to take you shopping, and you are being an ungrateful brat. So no, I'm not driving you home. You will have to walk back or take the bus. Macy reaches under the dressing room curtain and snatches a pair of jeans. Without your pants. What, what is, is wrong, wrong with, with you? you? Look at how they are raised, bruh. Black chicks don't act the way chicks are supposed to act. You compliment them, speak to them nicely, nicely to show and me the dress, and you were being unreasonable. So this is how it's going to be. You're psychotic. They're psychotic. The few cute ones are never worth it. Just show me the dress, Lola. Ugh, Jesus Christ, fine. Lola bursts out from behind the curtain in a pink, poofy, princess-style prom dress. She looks kind of ridiculous, but kind of magical. Oh, oh my, my God. God. You sound mad stupid right now. Salty as hell. Like, like, like who hurts you? Isn't, isn't your mom a black woman? Yup. She crazy too. But moms are a different breed of crazy. Oh, you're so pretty. Mm, no crying in public, please. I have to take a picture of this. Stop, Stop it. it. Your mom's crazy puts a roof over y'all's head. And keeps my father far away from said roof. Is that, that such, such a, a bad, bad thing? thing? One picture's not going to kill you. Knowing you, it will. How's that? Now that you're on Facebook, you post everything about our lives on there. Yeah, girl, hashtag no filter. Macy snaps a picture of her daughter. That's not what that means. N never mind. Can we go now? Lola, what is your problem? Nothing, just... Lola tries to grab her jeans from Macy. They get into a bit of a tug of war. Stop, stop it. it. Come on, Lola, give it to me. Right no. Damien turns his ears towards a commotion. Uh, hold up, Jake. Damien enters the dressing room area. Macy, Macy and Lola freeze holding the jeans. Damien assesses the situation and shakes his head. I'm going to need you both to leave. Excuse me? I'm sorry, ma'am. 
I'm sure you didn't start the um, altercation, but policy is if there is an altercation in the store, all parties involved need to leave. This is so embarrassing. See what you did? Me? You're the one with the attitude problem. And look, look, we're not, we're not leaving because that is exactly what she wants. Ma'am, the policy is... I heard you the first time. Miss, can you please take off the dress? Macy and Lola stare at him. Jamal creeps in to listen, sipping some melted ice from his cup. I mean, would you please return the item that you are currently wearing to me? I'm trying to, but this psycho has my pants. These pants are yours? Yes. Like, you came in the store wearing these? Yes. Like, you've already paid for these somewhere else? Yes! Excuse you, I paid for these pants, little girl. <sighs> Whatever. If these have been shoplifted from another store in this mall, I will have to call security. What? Are you crazy? No! These haven't been shoplifted. These are my pants from home. But you claim you pay for these. Because! She's like a Nazi for semantics! Whoa! Everybody calm down, all right? Just because she's... doesn't make her a Nazi for anyone. <laughs> Damien stares at them, very confused. <laughs> um, I think I'm just going to get my supervisor. He's confused. <laughs> very. So this is my mom. Bruh, you didn't see them come in together? <laughs> Maybe you are going to get fired today. We're just going to go now. Please, mom, can we go? Fine, because this has become too ridiculous. And it's policy, like I said. Sure. My jeans, please. Wait, young man, what's your name? Oh, shit. I, I mean, sorry, Damien. My name is Damien, ma'am. Very sorry about the misunderstanding. I uh, Damien, how old are you? 17, ma'am. What do you think of this dress? Uh, it's... Honestly, I'm not the best person to ask. And, um, you can't really buy it now, actually. We're not supposed to sell any items to anyone involved in a reported incident until further reviews. Uh, bruh, bruh, you really about to report that you decided to interrupt an argument between a mother and daughter as an incident? Jamal, why are you still here? Jamal turns to leave. No, no, both of you stay. I need my daughter to hear from someone who isn't me, someone her age, that she looks beautiful in this dress. Oh, um, yes, it, it looks great. And... Just so you know, we are having a sale on prom accessories, purses, jewelry, shoes, and Look, more. I think she looks lovely. You got a date? Are you done now? Jay! Lola, Lola grabs the jeans and goes into the dressing room stall. Go home! What did I do? Jamal leaves the dressing room area. I apologize for his behavior. I've asked him to stop bothering the women here, but... Trust me, he did nothing wrong. She's just... Look, whatever is going on with her, being around me is not helping, so just tell her to find me right outside. Macy leaves the dressing room area, defeated. Hey, miss, your mom said... I heard her. Thanks. Okay. Again, I'm sorry about him. And for before, when I was assumed that you were attacking your mother, I had no idea she was your mother. Like... You don't look mixed to me, so I just thought... <laughs> like, I used to work at the Radio Shack, and, and we were having this holiday sale once, and I saw this black chick get into it with this other white lady over a DVD player, and that girl kind of messed her up. Like, I had to use the rolling cart from the storage room to get her out. So when I saw y'all, just my bad, okay? It's fine. I'm adopted, so this... uh. Happens from time to time, and I bet. I, I'm not gonna get you fired or whatever, so don't worry about it. Thank God. I really need this job. Did you say that you were 17? Yeah. And come on, you don't need this job. So what are you saving up for? New car? Lola emerges in her street clothes. She's well-dressed. Damien takes her in. Wow. <laughs> You said your mom bought you those jeans? Yeah. And she gonna buy you this dress too? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> What's so funny? You, you're like an alien. You dress like one of the Obama girls. 
You talk back to your mom and she ain't hit you? She paying for your clothes so you can go to prom and you clearly don't want to go acting like that? Like, who are you? You think I'm a brat? I think you're different. Yeah, I feel different. Like how? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. So, you ain't want to go to this prom. Why not? Drama with your ex? What? No, I don't have an... I just, I don't really have anyone to go with. Wow. So you do want to go? Not if going is going to draw attention to the fact that I'm a freak. A freak? Yeah. Only weirdos go alone. Oh, when you said freak? Wow. <laughs> you are definitely different, but I don't think that's such a bad thing. I just keep imagining that I'm going to be like Carrie. Who's that? You've never seen Carrie. She work here? <laughs> oh my God. Carrie is this amazing, crazy horror film about this girl who's kind of shy and weird and she's got this crazy Christian mom. And so like one day she gets her first period or whatever and she thinks that she's bleeding to death and all the kids make fun of her. But like when she's mad, she can start moving objects with her mind, you know? Is this the new X-Men movie? What? No, 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 no. This is a classic from like the 80s or the 70s or something. But anyway, when she goes to the prom, the kids are all still being real dicks and her mom warns her about them. The mom is all, they're all gonna laugh at you. So anyway, the bullies at the school vote her prom queen, but it's really like a prank so that when she's getting crowned, they just drop this bucket of pig's blood on her head. It's really messed up. So she ends up using her um tele, um, um. Telekinetic? Yeah. Those powers to get revenge on everybody at the prom, not just the popular kids. Gym equipment is flying everywhere and she just kills everybody when she goes home all upset and her mom starts to comfort her with like a rosary or something and then grabs her own daughter in the back thinking that she's a witch because she's crazy and Christian. But then Carrie manipulates like 100 kitchen knives to kill her mother with her powers and sends the house crumbling down. It's crazy and terrifying and awesome. You have to see it. <laughs> You know, I think I'm good. <laughs> this what they be making y'all girls watch in the sixth grade when they split us up to talk about puberty. No, I saw it on TV with my mom like one and a half times. As entertainment? Right, and you're afraid at your prom you will end up, what, covered in pig's blood? No, obviously not. I just feel like if I go without a date, it's gonna feel like that. They're all gonna laugh at me. Flying solo to prom is not that serious. Easy for you to say, you're a guy. I bet you have a date to your prom. I did last year. Can't afford to go this year though, which reminds me, I should go make sure they don't need me up front. But um, don't worry about the dumb stuff. You're a pretty girl. Someone will ask you and if not, you should still go. It's your prom. Jamal re-enters. Damien, you should take her. Jamal, did I or did I not ask you to leave? Uh, I did. I, I went to throw out my drink. <laughs> Come on, take her. You seen how she look, and, and they don't need you up front. How would you know that? You do not work here. Uh, just because I'm not on payroll don't mean I'm not working. Hey, you should peep what I did with the sunglasses display. Wait... That's a great idea. Uh, thank you. I spent a long time on that concept. Would you come to my prom with me? Uh... Romantic R&B music begins to fade in. <laughs> Probably Alicia Keys. Damien and Lola lean into the sound. Jamal smiles. Where is that coming? You're welcome. <laughs> Damien, right? Yes, he's Damien Daniels. I'm Jamal Daniels, first cousins. Pleasure to meet you. Jamal extends his hand. He's a gentleman. Look, Damien, no one is going to ask me. No one ever. It doesn't seem like I'm the type of girl that guys at my school want to ask to stuff like this. So uh, someone like you is my only hope. Someone like what? An outsider. Well, while I would love to help, 
as I mentioned before, prom isn't really in my budget this year, so... What if you didn't have to pay for anything? I can make sure of that. Look, my mom really wants me to go. She insists I will regret it if I don't. So, if I tell her the only thing keeping me from going is the money for my date, I can get her to help us out. Trust me. Really? She don't even know me. You don't even know me. So? We'll get to know each other. I'm on Facebook. In a couple of weeks, I can have you over for dinner with my folks and tell them that I'm only going to prom if I can take you. They'll make it work. I could try to pay you a little extra. Wow. You're crazy. He'll do it. Go to your father's house. You don't have to pay him either. Look, I don't want any money. I'm not a damn hooker. And I told you I'm not trying to date anyone right now. Fine by me. We definitely don't need to date. I just need to show up at prom with someone that it looks like I'm dating. Damien, if you don't go with her to the prom, I will just have to tell your supervisor that you're a racist. You accuse this beautiful African-American young lady of stealing and you've been having family members visit you at work and distract you from your responsibilities. You're the family member, nigga. Using slurs to speak to paying customers? But you ain't buying nothing. <gasps> Racial profiling? Okay, fine, fine. Jamal, make yourself useful and give her my number. I'm going back to, the, to work. Damien exits, then re-enters. Miss, uh, are you buying this prom dress then? Yes. Thank you. I'll take this up front for you. Damien exits, then re-enters. Miss, what's your name? Lola. Lola. Nice to meet you. Let me know when our first not date is. Jamal? He gives him the finger. Damien exits. Thank you, Jamal. No, thank you. Trust me, he needs this. Scene two, we hear the pings and dings of cell phones sending and receiving messages, then dialing, then a voiceover. Hi, it's me, Lola. Sorry, I'm not sorry I couldn't take your call. Beep. Damn, always. Lights up on the outside of Lola's home. We see Damien wearing nice jeans, gold tims, a black tee, a bright turquoise hoodie, and a do-rag. Damien fiddles nervously with his phone and then takes a couple of selfies and sends them. Ping. Lights up on Jamal, sitting in a big leather chair. He holds a video game controller in his hand and uses his whole body to play the game. Sounds of explosions and gunshots come from the game. Another ping. Jamal tries to keep playing the game while taking his phone out of his pocket. Damien dials Jamal. Oh, shit. Jamal puts his phone to his ear and continues to play. Hello? Hey. Uh, why you sent these weird-ass selfies to me? Do I look okay? Huh? No homo. I need to know if I look alright for, for dinner with Lola's parents. Not with that do-rag on? Man, I know. I showed up a couple of minutes early and I wanted to keep my waves fresh, but the rest of the outfit is okay? Uh, then yeah, yeah, sure. Wait, wait, let me look again. Jamal no! looks at his phone and then the game. Fuck! Get off me! Oh, my, my bad, cuz. Yeah, yeah, you good, you good. Why, why are you stressing? I don't know. I, I just got nervous for some reason. Like, Lola don't really reply to my texts, to be honest. But I, I can see that she reads them. Oh, one of those. You be doing the same shit, though. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. She said it would be like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know what to expect. Huh? Oh, I, I wouldn't worry too much. It's dinner. You know how to eat. <laughs> Wait, uh, so you ain't working tonight, then? Nah, fam. Man. I was coming by to see about you. Was hoping you could hook me up with some Panda Express. Ah, uh, yeah, nah, don't bother. Oh, well, I already been at the mall for a minute now. Shopping? Hell nah, they got the new Call of Duty at Best Buy. Cause I was about to say. <laughs> hey! Look kid, at five o'clock I asked you to leave and not come back, I'm calling security. Uh, gotta go, D. Jamal jets off stage with his backpack. Lights out on the leather chair. Damien puts the phone back in his pocket and pulls out a soft brush. The door suddenly opens. It is Reese Tracy Corbin, a white woman in her 40s. Are you Damien? 
Hi. Yes, ma'am. You must be Mrs. or one of the... Please, call me Reese. Nice to meet you. As Damien reaches out for a handshake, he sees his brush and realizes his do-rag is still on. He rips it off. Oh my god, I I'm so sorry. Jesus, you must have thought I was... The first boy Lola's brought home. Really? Yeah. She didn't tell me I was her first. <laughs> first what? Oh, oh my god, um, boy... I assume she had other guys she's dated. Like, not many, or, or other people. Not necessarily guys. Why, why don't you come inside? <laughs> uh, Macy's just finishing up supper, and actually, we're still waiting on Lola. I told her she should make sure to be here before her guest arrives, but I assume you've noticed that she's not the most punctual individual, that she doesn't always pick up her phone, at least when we call. Yes. I, I mean, when I call, too. <laughs> they enter the home. Reese styles Lola. Straight to voicemail, honey, but look who's here. Is that Damien? No, sweetheart. It's a stray dog. Macy enters the room and quickly shoots Reese a look. Macy hugs Damien. It's a bit over-exuberant, but still nice. Well, it is lovely to see you again. Yes, uh, likewise, Mrs. Tracy Corbin. Macy. Right. Man, um, so my mama raised me to always, you know, refer to adults as Mr. and Mrs. so-and-so, but we never really... We don't have any friends that are where it's like Mrs. and Mrs. or Mr. and Mr. So I guess my question is, is there a way to do this that's like respectful but not confusing? Sure is. Yeah, it, it's called calling us by our first names like we asked you to. Right. Have a seat. Can I get you something to drink? I'm 17, man. I know, like water or seltzer. Oh, right. Yeah, water, sure. Uh, you didn't tell me Damien was older than Lola. We have bottled, if you're not comfortable with tap. Um, whatever's easiest, I guess. Y'all are something else. How so? It's just super nice. Cloth napkins out, asking me if I want bottled or tap. It's like a restaurant up in here. <laughs> Macy likes to entertain. Oh, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I don't think I've ever had a girl's parents ever make a big deal about me coming over. It's usually like, who this? Mm, I'm off to work. Heat up some chicken and rice if you want. Oh, it's no trouble. So you've had lots of girlfriends? Um, Reese, you don't have to answer that, Damien. I apologize, as does my wife. No, I don't. <laughs> Look, the boy implied he's had other dinners with parents of girls that he's comparing tonight to. There's a word for that, right? You know, what's that term they always use on the court dramas? If the witness opens up a topic, the prosecution has an opening to enter a line of questioning. So this is a cross-examination, not a nice dinner? Oh, you know what I'm talking about, right, Damien? I'm sorry, about what? That word the, the lawyers use. Um, I've never... I don't think I know any lawyers. Well, but you watch TV, don't you? Not really. Cable is mad expensive. Right. It is mad expensive. Well, at least there's Netflix and chillin', right? Right. Reese looks at Macy. We hear a door open. Well, anyway, you kids can't really afford to watch TV either if you plan on getting into a good school. We had to cut Lola off. Speaking of... Lola enters. What about me? The princess has returned. Mom, can we not... Macy scoops her daughter into a big, embarrassing embrace, the kind that sways side to side and is underscored by kissing noises. I said the princess, not my little bitty princess who still sleeps with her stuffed bear, Colonel Cuddles. Wow! Hi, Damien! Damien and Lola hug awkwardly. I see you've met thing one and thing two. Your folks are great. Your Macy has been cracking me up. Oh, God, that can't be good. Hi, Mama Reese. How was your day? Oh, well, fine. Thanks for asking. Thanks for getting the required small talk out of the way, Mama Reese. You see how she treats me? If you want a hug, you have to go get it. Macy and Reese exchange a brief and tender touch. Damien stares at this. Mom, what you cooking? I thought you'd never ask. I made an Alaskan halibut soup with a kale and quinoa salad to start. Oh, snap! Y'all serving appetizers in this house? <laughs> 
can't wait to hear what's after that. I am starving. Oh, I, I mean the soup is the main course, and the salad is the starter. Oh, cool. Sounds great, man. What Damien is trying to say is that he's a growing boy, and that low-carb, gluten-free nonsense you've been forcing on your family ain't gonna cut it, right, Damien? Lola, back me up. Macy, why don't we um, you know, warm up some bread or something? You know, those, those uh, Portuguese rolls for the boy. Lola, Mama Reese and I will set the table tonight. Why don't you show Damien to your room or something? Seriously? Yes, yeah, seriously? Seriously. Will you just show him something upstairs? Okay. Lola and Damien exit. So, something is clearly on your mind. What did I do this time? I don't want to make a big deal about this. Too late. You've already sent them out of the room, so it's a big deal. Look, I won't tease you anymore about the health food stuff. You know, I'm just playing around. No, I don't care about that. I... You keep doing this thing around Damien, and it's making me uncomfortable. This entire situation is uncomfortable. Stop doing that. What? Interrupting me. I- I'm interrupting you in front of Damien? Now, right now. I am not. You're not finishing your thought. You won't give me a chance. Where was I? I'm doing something that's making you uncomfortable, but I think this entire situation is uncomfortable. Well, it doesn't have to be. Daughter bringing home boyfriend is always uncomfortable. This is textbook uncomfortable. Does no one here watch TV? But this is different, you know? Because he's clearly never been around a married lesbian couple before. Yeah, he just kind of look at us like we're another species, but it kind of cracks me up, to be honest. No, no, it, because it's kind of, guess who's coming to dinner? You invited someone else? No, no, the movie with Sidney Poitier. You watch all of this junk TV, but you never watch the classic films. Never mind. It's different because he's, he's black. Lola's black. But she's not black black. She was born in Africa. I think that makes her pretty black. No, I mean culturally. I don't know why you insist on letting people convince you that that's a real thing. Black culture. Lola is black because of the color of her skin. Period. She is a smart individual who doesn't need to be some stereotype to... You know what? I think you're the one making this uncomfortable, Miss Netflix and chillin'. What in God's name was that? Gangster rap lyrics or something? It's something I saw on Facebook. That's exactly why I stay off that thing. Cut it out. Don't tell me to cut it out. You're the one calling Damien a boy every five seconds. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about. He said he was 17. He is a boy. It's not PC to call a black man a boy. He's not a man. Lights up on Lola's room. Damien reclines on the bed. Lola looks at him confused and then begins rummaging through her closet, ignoring him. Glad we got some time alone, finally. Thought we would have hung out more before I came over. You mad lucky. My mom would have never let me show a girl my room. Okay, what are you looking for? Lola slams the door of her closet. (sighs) Damn. I wish I had a father right now. What? Why? Or a brother in this house. Someone that wears men's clothes. What's wrong? Lola indicates Damien's outfit. Why aren't you dressed the way that I've seen you before? Because that's how I dress for work, and you said this was a casual dinner. <sighs> Whatever. No use crying over spilled milk. If they're all right with you coming upstairs with me, you're probably doing better than I thought. I mean, you met Macy, she's easy. Mama Reese will eat up that yes ma'am shit you do. She's only joking about a gun. What gun? Never mind. Um, just keep up the boy next door stuff, okay? Lights back to the kitchen. Can you just watch the boy stuff? That's all I wanted to talk to you about. I think you're making him uncomfortable. Right, so what kind of music do you listen to? You know I'm not gonna sleep with you, right? Jeez, you're really projecting, you know that? Excuse Excuse me? me? Okay, maybe there are a few elephants in this room, but everybody else is behaving relatively normally, except you. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a dynamic that I think maybe we should be sensitive to. I'm saying we should act differently. Like what? Like, go easy on him. Don't grill him about ex-girlfriends. I know you've had other girlfriends or whatever, but I'm not giving up my virginity just because we're going to prom together. Okay. Sorry. No, nothing to be sorry about. Just didn't realize asking you about your taste in music would imply all that. 
I mean, it didn't, but I just want to be clear about what this is. No, I get it. I'm sorry, what is this? The only way to get back at Ashley for being such a shitty friend. Well, glad I could be of some assistance. I've been ignoring most of her texts, too. Glad I'm not the only one. I mean, how dare she call herself my best friend? What kind of friend leaves their so-called bestie for prom just so that she can go with some guy she just started dating? You can dance, right? Yeah. You know, I think if you just forget Ashley and them, you and I could just have a really nice time together. I mean, duh. That's the plan. If she thinks that she can just ditch me for Chris and his friends, I'm going to completely ignore her. Hey, Lola. You know, the day we met, I was kind of in a funk, but at the same time, I was kind of glad we met afterwards. Like, I like that you're different. I mean, I I've been texting you and stuff, trying to get to know you. Since we already agreed to spend this time together, I, I thought maybe we could... I don't know. I I'm feeling really stupid right now. Clearly, you don't want to even... So, whatever. It it's fine. And I'm a man of my words, so yeah, I'll dance. I'll tap dance if you want me to. Just tell me what to do and how to act. You want me to act differently because Lola brought home a black boyfriend? Well, it sounds really messed up when you put it like I that. I think it is messed well, I up. I don't want him to think we're, you know... Bigots? Yeah. You know what kind of people never worry about looking like bigots? Actual bigots. Skinheads aren't getting tattoos of swastikas with the words, don't take this the wrong way, underneath them. The only people that are ever worried about these things are the good ones. People like you. But I do not think that Damien thinks the queers raising a black girl are thinking about sicking the clan on him. I, I just want him to feel at home. So you make kale and quinoa salad. Look, I didn't want to assume... Uh, well, I guess there's no winning. I don't know what we're playing. I don't know either. Parenting? How am I doing? Today, A minus. Reese kisses Macy. Just A minus? Definitely. You should not have brought up her stuffed animals like that. You know what? Downgrade, B plus. You also sent her upstairs with a hormonal teenager of the opposite sex. I've got this one covered. Lola, honey, you know we don't have any condoms in this house, so why don't you come back downstairs? Jesus Christ. Okay, so other than the fact that he's black, do you like him? What? I'm teasing you. Now answer quick before they come downstairs. Well, I'm, I'm, honestly, I've been so worried about him liking us, I guess I haven't really been judging him as a suitor. And that's what he's here for. Not prejudging, just regular old judging. That's the game tonight. All right, Macy, let's see your A game. You know I don't do well under pressure. So no pressure. Lola and Damien re-enter. Everything okay? Absolutely. Have a seat. Let's dig in while the soup is hot. Lola, Macy, and Reese begin to eat. Damien watches them briefly, closes his eyes, bows his head for five seconds, mouths amen, and makes the sign of the cross. Macy catches this last part. Oh, I'm sorry, Damien. It's all good. What now? We didn't say grace. Well, we never say grace. That's not true. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. We're atheists. Well, I wouldn't use that word to describe myself. And we said grace when your brother and Kimberly came over for the holidays. They said grace. Well, we made space for grace to be said. <laughs> well, we've said grace about ten times in the last minute. Don't make fun, Lola. Damien, I hope we didn't offend you by just digging in like that. Um, it's not that deep. You know, I, I, I think something about a tablecloth, a uh, sit-down family meal, just makes me want to give thanks. Hallelujah! Reese shoots another look at Macy. I wish we had more time for dinners like this in my house. The soup is delicious, by the way, ma'am. He quickly looks at Lola for approval, then at Macy. I mean, Macy. You're very sweet. So you're not very religious, then? You're like a CEO? A CEO? Christmas and Easter only churchgoer? Like I was. Oh, <laughs> we call them priestess, but no, we go to church a little more than that. Oh, too bad. Yeah, my folks used to drag me kicking and screaming every single Sunday, no exceptions. Sunday mornings be feeling real early, I admit. <laughs> Definitely. I hate getting up for the SAT prep, but at least I'm getting up early for something important. Well, I don't think church is unimportant. 
Really? I mean, is that weird? Well, I'm, I'm just not used to kids like you. Y'all, y'all are so cynical these days. I, I thought Bible thumping was going out of style. I guess my mom's just raised me right then. Oh, wait, Lola didn't say you had two moms too. I don't. It's like my mom's, like, you got your moms and you got your pops. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, so tell us about your pops. Reese shoots Macy that look. We don't talk like that. I told you to stop doing that. Doing what? Using all that slang. Like he said, nobody talks like that. No, I mean, he and I don't talk. We ain't, we not really in touch. I see. The eating continues in silence for a bit. Well, why did you say your mom was raising you, right? I mean, she just is. I got a good job and I'm going to school. I'm not out in the streets. I don't drink. <laughs> well, you're a kid. I can say kid, right? Macy motions for Reese to drop it. But you think that's because you are a Christian? I don't know. Uh, I was just trying to say we're not sinful or whatever. Sinful? Like before, you said you thought kids like me tend to be really sinful. I most certainly did not. Oh, she said cynical. Like as in, um, what's another word for cynical? It means... I, I know what cynical means. I, I just misheard. Whatever. I, I just think the church has been a positive influence on my life, so I don't think that should be a problem. It's not a problem. Look, community's great. Especially if your family situation is a little, you know, unstable. I get it. My family situation is fine. Just because we don't have a sit-down meal every night doesn't mean it's unstable. My mistake. I guess I misunderstood as well. The point I was trying to make is, and you know, take it or leave it, I think personally I would just suggest finding a community that didn't include all of the fire and brimstone condemnation you know, all the let's use our belief in a higher power to justify hurting other people bullcrap. I mean, if you're making friends and getting involved in charity work and whatnot, that's great. But you don't need to believe in some bearded old man who lives in the sky or the North Pole making some list about who's naughty and nice to have all that. Reese. So is it that you don't believe there's a God or you actively hate him? You know, as I understand it, he hates us. Who's us? Everyone at this table, really. African-Americans and, well, gay is the new black, so you and I have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen GodHatesFacts.com? That's reason enough to swear religion off. Does your church preach tolerance towards the gay community? No. You probably believe homosexuality is a sin. Do you? I did too, Lola. It's, it's not that... I was raised to hate the sin and not the sinner. Wow. I get it, Damien. I used to be just like you. Which is why I think you should read the Bible. I have. I mean cover to cover. And understand every word in there before you claim it as the good book or your good book. I don't know why you assume I don't. Well, you know, the Christian God isn't really selling anything you or I should be buying. First Peter chapter 2 Slaves, Reese. in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. You know, this kind of stuff was the excuse racists, my father was one, used to use to defend slavery. Supposedly your God wanted you to just grin and bear it. Reese, this is a very interesting um, adult uh, philosophical conversation and debate, but Damien is a, is a young man. And I'm just trying to be helpful. Well, I'd, I'd rather he not go home and tell his parents or his mother, excuse me, that he went to have a dinner with two lesbians and now he doesn't believe in God anymore. No, no, we wouldn't want to wake up tomorrow to an angry church group on our front lawn. Absolutely not. That would interrupt SAT prep. There's more soup if anyone wants seconds. Reese gets another helping. I guess you've already taken the SATs then? Damien's a senior. Um, nah. ACTs? No, there's really not a point in all of that. I won't be going to college after graduation. What? Why not? Interesting. 
What's the plan? Still figuring that out. Possibly staying here, maybe joining the military. Like the army? I was thinking Navy, maybe. I, I don't know yet. It's already May. Wow, good luck with all of that. Reese's brother was in the service. Training is... Intense, but it builds discipline, I suppose. Yes, be sure to have fun with your friends before you start up with that. Well, not too much fun. No, ma'am, nothing to worry about. Speaking of fun, Lola, you said you two had a question about your prom plans. Lola looks at Damien. Yeah. Uh, I was just wondering if my ticket is refundable. Refundable? Yeah. Damien's not going to be able to uh, go with me after all. He has a conflict. So I just wanted to know if um, we can still get the money back. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it really just came up. I guess I'm disappointed, but Lola seems to be cool with it, so it's whatever. Well, yeah, to answer your question, Lola, I don't remember. I'd have to find out about the tickets, but... I should get going. Thanks for dinner. I should walk you out. It's all right. I'll see you around, Lola. Damien leaves abruptly. Everything all right there? Yeah. Boys. You know how they are. Uh, no, no, we, we don't. don't. Scene three. Later that same evening, on the other side of the city, in an area known as the Bluff, abandoned buildings and boarded up houses loom in the distance. Lights up on Damon and Jamal outside at a park. Wow. Yep. That's surprising. Glad we didn't put money on it. Wait, money on what? Your theory that black girls is more difficult. I thought this Lola chick would be the exception having a white mom and all. Two white moms. Yikes. Damn. Maybe you're right. I guess it's just in their nature. I will definitely be dating Spanish girls. You're not dating any girls. Uh, damn, okay, okay. I said will be. Future tense. My God has a plan for me. <laughs> Jesus is my old wingman. <laughs> Hallelujah. He will deliver me from this desert of thirst into a promised land of pussy. Yo, please stop. We will find females <laughs> to date in his time. <laughs> in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> Can't even say Lola and I dated, though. That's what's wild. Well, well, you said you weren't trying to date. I mean, I wasn't, but like, she never really gave me a chance to even get to know her. Like, as a friend. On some cold shit. She just didn't want to be alone on prom night. Scratch that. She didn't want to be seen alone on prom night. That confuses me. Cause females are confusing. Nuh-uh, fam, n -n -n not her. You confusing me. If you didn't get to know her, then why was you sweating her like that? You was talking about her not returning your calls like you caught feelings. Nah, fam, chill. I don't even catch colds. <laughs> Were y'all hanging out? Not really. She would swing by the mall sometimes during my shift. We was mostly texting. So y'all were talking? Eh, but we never hooked up. So that's what you wanted? Someone to stroke your dick and your ego? What, fam? Is it ego to want someone to want me? Scratch that. That sounds too... I wanted consideration to be considerable that girl never even looked at me like I could be worth wanting you know like I was beneath her she mad bougie and petty like this girl can talk non-stop about her friends at school who Becky and Ashley are dating now how her crush from debate team likes this girl that she thinks is so annoying how everybody is all cuffed up at her school and she feels left out, blah, 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 blah. But meanwhile, I'm right there. I text her, good morning, beautiful, every damn day, just about, and, it, and she don't even care. She's so starved for attention, but can't give me, a person who's actually paying her any mind, the time of day? So basically, you like her more than she like you. You mad because you got friend-zoned. 
Look, I only wanted to be her friend. Lies. I mean, she's cute, fine, and I was uh, drawn to her when we first met, but I definitely wasn't catching feelings. She's too young. She's 15, you're 17. Mentally, like, come on, her biggest problem is not fitting in at school? Like, she's in kindergarten. I guess. Hey, who knows, maybe she's feeling you, but it's just too awkward to show it. She ain't into me, trust. And as soon as it came up at dinner that I was a Christian, they all started bugging. Like, since when is going to church a bad thing? Where they do that at? I'm sorry, that anti-Christian shit makes no sense. I gave people get on my nerves with that mess. Like, how are you gonna rock rainbows at y'all little parades and whatnot, but then hate on God when he made the first one? <laughs> That's hypocritical. Anyway, point is, she's not that pressed. Damien's cell phone dings. He takes it out of his pocket. Damn, speak of the devil. Literally. She asking where I'm at. She want to talk about how she just uninvited me to her prom. She live in Buckhead, right? She says she's already in the bluff. She snuck out. Damn, shorty came all the way out to the hood just to chat. Maybe she is catching feelings. Damien pops some gum into his mouth. I'm telling her to come through to the park. If you think that means I'm leaving, you're mistaken. <laughs> you need to find some other friends, cuz. Look, I'm bored and I can't be at home with my folks, so yeah, I'm, I'ma stay here. I'll give y'all some privacy, though. Jamal, where you been sleeping? Jamal, what's good? Same old, same old. Mom and Warren are crazy. It's, it's pretty easy to break into the church basement, so I'll probably sleep there for some of the weekend. Fuck, man, again? Why you ain't said nothing? I don't know. It seemed like you didn't want to hear nothing. Nobody wants to see. I mean, I've been wearing the same clothes for weeks and nobody noticed. I'm sorry. Yo, you gotta come to me, Jay. So your mom can call my mom and tell her where I'm at? Nah, nah fam, I'll, I'll take my chances on the street. Lola enters. Yo, this not done, I right? We talking about this later. Damien? Hey, sup? Wow, this is... Welcome to the bluff. Damien motions for Jamal to fall back. He does. Lola shivers a bit. You cold? Here. He helps her into his turquoise hoodie. So, what brings you all the way out here? I wanted to talk to you about what happened at dinner. There's nothing to talk about. Why did you do that? Do what? Sabotage the whole thing. You knew how important this was to me. I thought you were my friend. Is this because I said I wouldn't sleep with you? What? I mean, you had one job. Impress my parents so they would be okay with me bringing you to prom. You didn't even need to impress them. You just needed to, like, not offend them. Instead, you come in dressed like a thug. You were rude. Wow. Your family thinks I was rude? Look, you didn't tell me much about how y'all's be whatever and you said yourself. That's just what some people say, Damien. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, make yourself at home or have a great summer. We should hang out. You're not supposed to take it literally. Like, come on. You're 17. Get with the program. God. It's like you have no life skills and no life plans, which is fine, but I can't believe you were dumb enough to admit it. Like, I don't even want to think about what you would have worn or said to my mom. Jesus. Wow. I'm sorry I don't have my whole life planned out for me by mommy and daddy, or scratch that, mommy and mommy at the old age of 17. But some of us have a lot of other things going on in our lives besides wearing pink on Wednesdays. Oh, please. Enlighten me about your extracurriculars, Damien. College ain't for me, but my mom's is the bomb because I'm not in a gang or whatever. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Look, Lola... It's been nice getting to know you, but you really just don't know anything about my life. And I, I really don't get yours, so maybe it's best we just go our separate ways. So you don't think you owe me an apology? For what? 
for not being able to keep up your very simple end of the deal. You realize I'm not going to prom now because of you. This is a joke, right? I don't know you. You are some crazy brat I met at my job who I took pity on because I assumed, damn, it must be hard being the only black girl in the neighborhood like that. This cute girl don't even have a date to the prom because she out here stressing over white boys who clearly only checking for blonde Beckys and cheerleaders. Yeah, her hair's jacked, but she deserves to feel beautiful because she's nice. But you're not nice, Lola. You're a spoiled, confused Oreo who's wasted 40 minutes on a train ride talking about I owe you an apology? I'm not your boyfriend. I'm not your friend. I don't know if you have any friends, but I certainly don't owe you anything. Certainly not an apology. The people who owe you an apology are your unfit parents for not giving you any home training or a goddamn cone. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Lola hits Damien with her backpack. Once. Twice. The third time, he catches it. They are in a tug of war. Sirens. A light shines on them. Whoop, whoop. Is there a problem here? Damien lets go of the backpack. Lola hits him again. Damien tries to avoid the hit. Yo, chill, Lola. You three, hands against the wall, now! Damien and Jamal assume the position. What? He said hands against the fucking wall. What's wrong with you? This is ridiculous. I come out to this side of town to talk to you for two seconds and I'm already getting arrested? I thought that you said your mom raised you right, Damien. Now I'm about to find out that you're really a gangbanger? I said hands against the wall! You in the black shirt, come here, slowly. Damien walks off stage towards the voice. You got ID on you? Yeah. What are you doing? My hands are Around the corner. What's the problem? Hey, hoodie! Hands where I can see them! Seriously, officer, I'm freezing. Lola, I don't stop. even live here. I, told I know you to that stay I haven't put. done anything Just, wrong, hey, so can I go? Resisting. I said stop! Oh! A thud. <laughs> Jamal flinches. Hands against the wall and nobody fucking moves. You go when I say you can go. Lola goes back to the wall with Jamal, who is frozen there. He's all right, right? Lola, is my cousin all right? Um, um, Damien's head, he just hit his head against the hood of the car. I don't know, I, I, I can't see them anymore. There was blood on his face, oh my God. Did he do something? Jamal, what did he do? Who? What did Damien do? What do you mean, what did he do? I mean, were you all out here selling something? Why did they stop him? You over in that fancy private school, but you ain't learning nothing. They'll stop us for sitting on a fucking park bench. But why did he slam his head like that? <laughs> now I know what Damien meant about you acting like a five-year-old. You think they care who stole the cookie from the cookie jar? They slammed his head like that because they can. And they will do the same to us if you don't stop asking stupid questions, stupid. Do what they say. The sound of a taser buzzing, followed by Damien groaning off stage. You're hurting him. He's hurt. We need to call somebody. We need to tell somebody. Like who? The police? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Jamal. What do we do now? Now? Now you can shut your black ass up so that I can pray. Buzz. Groan. A longer buzz. The groaning stops. Lights flicker and then grow into a blinding light. It's getting too late to go outside. The trains are real strange this time of night. I am feeling kind of hungry. I don't want to come down this high. Because I've only just realized that I'm drowning in No, I'm not perfect. But I hope you think it's worth it. I got a whole lot of love I can give you, baby. Give you, baby. So stay awhile. I don't mind if you stay awhile. I would like just to see you smile. Like my night, can you stay awhile? Take a seat. I don't care if you look at me. I don't care if we even speak, we'll get there eventually. I've got an old record you might like. I figured we could give this a try. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.